So, last night I had the uh, a really, really strange dream, one of those really uh, frustrating dreams, uh, which was, it was quite vivid, um, it, was, it was very, very realistic. Um, so I was in the kitchen here, and I decided that I needed to iron my trousers. So I got the iron, and I got the ironing board, and then I thought, oh, actually I must sweep up some leaves outside the house first. So I went out, and I got the brush, but the brush was broken, so I got another brush, and left the brush that needed to be fixed in my way, so I'd see it on the way back, so I could fix it. So I got the brush, another brush, and then I started sweeping, and it was kind of windy, so as I was sweeping, the leaves were kind of just going everywhere and nowhere, and I was kind of running after the leaves, so much so that I kind of tore my trousers uh, on, the, on the handle of the brush, and then I, was, and then I was thought, okay, I need, I need to get something to sweep the leaves into, then I was coming back in, someone said, uh, can we talk for a second? I said, sure, so we started talking, and then I was just thinking, oh, Jeannie, I have the iron still plugged in, so I went back into the house and said, well, there's no point in ironing my trousers now because they're torn, they actually need to be fixed, not ironed, and I'm sure you've had those kind of days or those experiences or those kind of, uh, you know, a whole morning goes where you start a load of jobs and finish nothing. Finish nothing. You spend your day, actually, even, even you look back and you, you, look, you look back on your morning to see a load of half-done jobs or a load of kind of a wake of destruction behind you uh, rather than anything accomplished. Uh, I remember actually talking to one of our brothers in the community and it, it's, it's kind of a, it's a hidden joke. Maybe this, isn't, this isn't mean small, a little bit mean, um, but one of the brothers in our community, whenever you ask him how he is, the answer is always the same for the last 15 years, right, the, the answer is always the same, he always says, oh, so much work, so he's, he's a brother in a mission, he's all, he always has so much to do, he always has a million and one things and projects to do, so whenever you ask him how he is, the, uh, we all know what the answer is going to be, so <laughs> times he's asked multiple times in a morning by, by three or four of us, because we know what he's going to say, uh, so, uh, so how, how, how are things, how are things going, oh, so much work. And then he lists all the things that he's doing and all the projects that he's in the middle of and all the things that he's behind on. And I think to some degree, uh, we're all uh, busy. Everyone's busy. Everyone's chasing what needs to be done. Everyone's trying to get the next thing done and trying not to forget to finish the last thing that you started and to thank the people that were involved in the last project and prepare the next project and, and try to keep everything done and try to keep everything under, under control. And then while there's, a, while there's all of that going on, all this busyness as well, uh, you've got uh, in this life of busyness and activity, then there, there are also like adversities and crosses and failures. Um, so you have to kind of, this sounds very stressful. Am I stressed? I'm not stressed. Okay, I'll calm it down in a second. Um, so with, with all of this kind of life and busyness and all these things that you have to do, then there are kind of crosses and things kind of pulling you down. So you're trying to be uh, joyful and serving and positive and, and, and life-giving and, and a good father and a good mother. Like, you know, when you're a teacher and you walk into a classroom, you know, the, the students cannot see that you've, you've just had a bad day or had, had a bad evening the night before, you know. And when you go into work, you have to kind of put your private life aside and, and be the professional that you're asked to be, even though, as I say, you're busy, but you've got all these kind of life kind of pulling you down. And, and all this kind of leads to, it can lead to a kind of a, a sense of, it's a sense of struggle and a sense of maybe even frustration and a sense of maybe even pointlessness. What is it all for? What's it all for? So like you're, you're, we're so busy and we're doing jobs or we're so busy and our days are just so full and then there are these things dragging us all down. What is it all for? What is the point? Why bother? Why try? Why not just do half as much as what we're doing and have some 
sort of a life left over. Why give so much? Why follow the Lord 100%? Why? Because it seems like it would just be easier to give him less and to have more, I don't know, left over for ourselves. Surely this is the wiser choice. If I were to leave the homily there now, <laughs> I'd be getting plenty of emails saying, has Father Patrick lost his vocation? So while the Jews demand miracles and the Greeks look for wisdom, we are here preaching a crucified Christ to the Jews, an obstacle they cannot get over, to the pagans, madness. This Jesus that we preach about to the pagans is madness. But to those who have been called, whether they're Jews or Greeks, Greeks means kind of us, it means non-Jews, pagans, us. a Christ who has the power and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom. And God's weakness is stronger than human strength. We don't see the big picture. We do not see things from God's perspective. We cannot see the value of our actions and we cannot see the value of our love now. We will not see it this side of eternity. So all that we do for love of another and all of that kind of tiredness and, and busyness, as long as it's busyness for the right reasons, we don't, I don't know if we have time to go into that, probably not. We shouldn't be busy just for the sake of being busy and we shouldn't be busy because we're running away from other things. But if the Lord is asking us to do things then we should be doing them, yes. That isn't to say we don't have a right to time off or we don't have a right to days off or we don't have a right to uh, a bit of leisure, that's okay. It's actually a divine command. The Lord says, come away and pray for a while with me. So it's a divine command. We are allowed, we, we don't have to be, we don't have to work ourselves to the bone. The Lord never asks us for that. But he does ask us to work in the vineyard and for, that, that means for a lot of people, even as a family mother, family father, that can be, that's a very busy life these days. So he asks us, he entrusts a lot to us. So we shouldn't just be busy for busyness sake, but everything we do, everything in our day, rather than just saying, oh, we're so busy, every action that we do is an opportunity to fill the world with a little more love, to fill the world with a little more light, to fill the world with a little more kind of positivity and joy. We get to do that every single day. So rather than just kind of seeing our day as a list of tasks and a list of things that have to get done, it's a list of opportunities to love, it's a list of opportunities to serve, it's a list of opportunities also to die to ourselves, a list of opportunities to bring light and love into the world. That's, that's what my day should be full of. Otherwise, I'd say that this is a real danger, like that we can just begin to look at our lives and say, what is it all about? What's it all for? Oh, well, the answer to what it's all for is your job is to fill the world with love. Your, see, how does that work? We're filled with God and we pass that on to others, very simply. We're supposed to be filled with God. Not with ourselves, not with our own ideas, just for a career, just for money, just for success, but filled with God, and then we pass that on to others. Our children, our colleagues, our parishes, whatever our situation is. To be filled with God and pass that love on to others, to, to console hearts, to raise up down, those who are downtrodden, to give hope to the, to the hopeless, to give consolation to the afflicted. This is our job. 
And can that make us busy? Absolutely. But when we meet the Lord face to face and we look back on our lives, we won't regret a single second that we have spent serving him. We won't regret a single second that we have spent loving in his name and doing his work with him. So yes, we can be we can be busy doing a lot of things and some of them might seem pointless. But when we think of how, how this message of the crucified Christ must have looked in the early church, this must have looked like the craziest thing. Jesus is God, but he died on the cross. Hang on now, hang on now. Hang on. <laughs> Are you saying you just killed God and he came back? Well, if you killed him, then surely he's not that powerful because you just killed him. So if we humans are able to kill God, that makes us more powerful than God, right? I mean, the idea of a crucified Christ is a, such, a, such a contradiction. It just makes no sense. But yet, from a divine perspective, it does. Because man can have no greater love than to lay down his life for his friend. So God shows his love for us by taking on a human nature in which he can die. It does make sense from his perspective. But from ours? So what we do, what we do, the lives that we have are beautiful gifts. The day, the 24-hour period you have now, is, 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 this is a gift from God to fill the world with a little more joy and life to fill the world with him to be carriers of Christ and that's such a grace and privilege it also means that whatever we do makes sense whatever we do has value if you're sweeping streets, if you're painting if you're working in an office if you're preaching, teaching, whatever we're doing makes sense if it's done out of love for God all things that aren't simple done out of love for God now have value in virtue of the cross so no our days aren't senseless or pointless our days are gifts so we ask the Lord today to help us to see the gift of today the gift of the opportunity that each one of us has to make the world that bit more beautiful that we might join with our psalmist in accomplishing the same task. The Lord fills the earth with his love. And he does this also through us.